Hey, welcome to Church and Other Drugs on Memorial Day. How's everybody doing? I hope, what do people do on Memorial Day? Grill? Cook? Hamburgers? America? Everything. But for real. Uh, happy Memorial Day, you know? Today, for that, I'm going to give you a special episode and the special return of basically the uh, co-host for a minute, uh, Besh. Besh comes back on the show, and hopefully it'll be the first of a few of him coming back on. Um, we went really existential with this talk, you know, state of the world, uh, reality, perception, uh, and he started watching Midnight Mass, so that too. Uh, you know, just a good old, I'm so sorry, I just burped on here. <laughs> That's, I'm the classiest podcast host that has ever hosted podcasts I, bar none bigly you know some say that was a bad trump uh listen i record these intros just by myself off the dome so forgive me if you feel so inclined uh oh uh, we have a new patron uh while i'm looking that up uh send me an email church and other drugs at gmail.com patreon.com slash church and other drugs uh, where you can hear the first episode of Jed Talks Cocaine, where I am going to be going through uh, each drug and giving my experience with it. Uh, this is partly for Password No Answers, partly for the Patreon, and partly to fresh my memory to keep going on my book that I am writing. So if you want to hear that, hop on over to patreon.com slash church and drugs. And speaking of Rosie, thank you so much for joining the Patreon and being a patron. Uh, send me an email, churchandthedrugs at gmail.com and head over to storefrontier.com slash churchandthedrugs and pick up a new raccoon shirt that I made that is pretty dope, if I do say so myself. And without further ado, here is me and Besh. No, I've, I've never uh, I've never done the numbing spray. Um, I definitely, though, I'm not one of those people. So this is my thing, too. I think my tattoo artist, he himself hasn't gotten a tattoo in, dude, I don't know, a long time. Like, he was kind of done with it. He just has a few. So my theory is that he has forgotten. <laughs> like, it feels like his hand has gotten heavier and heavier and heavier. As time goes on, he just like has no proximity to the fucking to the pain. Yeah, oh, did he, he cuss on here. I forgot. Yeah, of course, okay. Okay. of course. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. just go ahead and get it all out of your system. <laughs> Not right now. Don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, Bash, welcome back, bro. It's good to be back. It's been like years, man. It has been like you missed the missed the congregation. It's been it's been some time. It's good to yeah. be back. A lot, a lot. Yeah, and I didn't realize until I was going back and, and removing your name, I didn't realize how many you 
had been on like for a minute there it was a lot like, it was almost like i was like the substitute yeah. co-host for a little bit in the beginning uh yeah you were you were it's crazy the iterations that this has gone through and that it's still going i guess that's crazy in itself it is wild i still i don't yeah it's been six years i think five years six years at least yeah 17 18 19 20 one two six years yeah (laughs) that's wild wild, that's wild I don't know that I'll ever stop too. It's like a compulsion at this point. Or like, I don't know what I would do with myself, I think. It is so wild. I think I've heard you talk about it before, like to have like a, like a live documentary of your life kind of unfolding. Yeah, um, I, I have referenced it before too when I was like trying to figure out some medication stuff. I was like, wait, when, when did I try Zoloft and how did I like it? It's like I can go back. <laughs> hey, here, doc, just listen to this. Listen yeah exactly that's uh i saw some meme with some girls like i just made a, a powerpoint of my mint of my trauma history for my new therapist because i i'd switch that is the worst part about switching doctors is having yeah. to like okay here we go where do you want to start like god well you know yeah i mean and then with medications it's oh my god i mean i just think that everybody should do that there's a genetic testing now where you can see what medications um may jive with you yeah i did that oh you did nice yep i did it a while ago i did it a while ago is it helpful um i mean on so i my expectation at the time was that it was going to be like oh snap that's why i'm so messed up because this is not no it turns out i'm pretty general across the board it's like i i can't even remember the ones um that i was a non-metabolizer of like i don't think they applied at all it did say that i you know i have the um the motherfucker mutation the mthfr the methylfolate one oh shit okay okay what does that what does that mean that is so uh how i understand it some people lack they have a genetic mutation where they're unable to process folic acid correctly Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. they need a methylated folate supplement Mm. i remember when i was at um a treatment center in louisiana and they had me get on that and they were like they just kept on trying to give me these like pleasantries like this is a vitamin for your brain i was like what yeah is that that how that works (laughs) so i'm like i'm at like a pediatrician's office or something like that yeah and then the funny thing so they have a prescription version of it called deplin Deplin. Uh, that was it yeah but the irony is since folic acid is considered a food it's not covered by insurance so it's like 150 bucks it's so mm-hmm. stupid i hate it's so stupid okay let's dismantle big pharma in three minutes yeah i think we should man should we i don't know i'm so i don't know man i don't know what to think about big pharma no i do so i was watching uh th- a couple things i was watching what was i watching i think it was on what streaming service peacock or paramount Mm. every single commercial was uh a new prescription a lot of them so have you heard like the ozempic yeah have 
What is up with that being so popular right now? I mean, it's probably just paying for advertising, probably. I mean, well, but I, but I, but like, it seems like it's organically it? pop. Yeah, like I see it mm -hmm. pop up. So apparently, some teenagers have been using it for weightlifting because I, 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 we had talked about this a while back too about uh people using like non-diabetics using insulin as like yeah enhancers mm -hmm. yeah so apparently some people have been using like some teenagers uh ozempic as because i guess it does something to do with uh insulin like i guess it helps yeah i'm uh, looking at it right now it's or to diabetes medication i should ask my dad about him you about should him. yeah you should yeah, because I remember, yeah, when I was looking Get into... Get on the podcast real quick. <laughs> when I was looking into uh, snorting insulin as a nootropic. <laughs> your, your fucking disease is crazy, bro. I know. You don't remember oh, us talking God. about that, though? And I was like, yeah, you I ask remember your dad. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking <laughs> that. I'm like, God, Jed's disease is fucking weird, bro. It is, bro. <laughs> well, <ugh. laughs> it's like so... It's like so complex bro. Like, it's so complex it, it attaches to your thinking mind and it's just like oh man you know there's a snort in well oh, this will be wonderful so this is it's like uh, this is it's i've yes so many times I, it has been told to me to like stop focusing on your mood right yeah. and my usual comeback response is like easy for you to say it's like i don't I don't know how to do that. I, it's like I, either. Yeah, it's one of these weird dichotomies of like either you're right or my experience is there is actually validity to it. And I was finally able to kind of break it down this this way um, in my book study the other night where it's like. My my mind will latch on to the idea of a physical cure whatever a uh, help for my mental illness because if it's like an occam's razor it's like if relief is just over there like that would be incredible but unfortunately it doesn't ever seem to be like it's, that it's not dude yeah it's just i know it's not you know it's right here like and of course some things are easier for us to say when you know, major depression is rearing its ugly head, but the, but the solution is still the same. I mean, the solution is still action and acceptance, you know, it's acceptance and action. Um, and it's normally like really simple. And it's like, I think for me, I mean, you know, our journeys are different, right? But for me, like, I had to get over this idea that like, life is supposed to feel like a Xanax all the time, you know? Or that, or that mental health or like better, like better living is supposed to be like, oh my gosh, you know, like if it's like, if it just makes my life two degrees better, then that's more than I could ever ask for. So do you ever find yourself, so, and, and this may be a personality type also, mm. do you find yourself not getting frustrated with the macro view because it's like when you're saying that life is not supposed to be supposed to feel like a Xanax. And, and by that, by the macro view, I mean, this is where I will trip myself up of struggling, not struggling, but 
I call it like state of the world, like existential state of the world. Uh, I don't even know if I would call it depression. It's more just like existential angst, existential angst. Perfect. It's like ah, getting frustrated. The fact that the best we have been able to come up with is Western capitalism. And like, we're just, it's like this, why does this have to be it? And it's like the, it's that, it's that wanderlust desire, I guess, right. to go to the jungles of Guyana and like start a con. <laughs> you know? and, and like, I understand that I I'm talking about the human condition, I guess. And so like by its nature, this is, this is like a cyclical thought pattern and argument of like, mm. you can't really do anything about that. So mm. coming, bringing it back down to earth. So what do I need to do to like be contented and somewhat, um, it's I guess it's purpose. It's like finding purpose in twenty four hour blocks. Yeah, dude, and and uh, I think for me it's more like I only have so many fucks to give, right? And you know, mm. you know, I should so I should pay attention to the things that I that I give fucks to, you know, and um, and I think that aligns with this idea that I have agency of the few things i have agency over it's what i pay attention to you know like i I can i can always choose what i pay attention to whether it's inside my mind and my body or outside of it um that i have power to choose what i pay attention to in the world and sometimes even god is like competing for my attention you know like in in many ways and so but but i i get to choose you know what i i give that energy attention effort into um so if i give it to something that's an unchangeable situation um i'm just kind of creating more stuff more unnecessary suffering you know? sure um do i get mad at capitalism yes you know do i see a lot of suffering in my work yes um and yeah, for the congregation, Dr. Besh now, fully, fully licensed and something that, I don't know, I guess we can go there, but um, yeah. I'm trying to remain anonymous as I can be here. But um, but yeah, man, it's... um that So with, with that and the Dr. Besh stuff, did mm -hmm. you experience, so the past, you know, we'll call it eight years of your life, have been singularly focused on this goal of getting licensed. Mm. Was there any drop off in depression once that goal was accomplished? Yes. And, okay. T talk, tell me about that. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, the struggle was real. Finances were trash. Um, you know, relationships suffered. There was a lot of suffering. There was a lot of, I think for me, it was more so there was always a mental block in my mind um, that I have to do something. I have to write dissertation. I have to prepare for this paper. I have to do that. No matter what I was doing, it could be in the middle of a workout, could be whatever, you know, man, sitting at a 12 step meeting. I got to do this shit. I got to do this shit. Fuck. I got, you know, I got to think about this. And then for now, to, the relief is that 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 like block in my mind is gone like completely yeah and it's like oh i could just like go home after work and like 
watch Netflix if I want to, or like cook a meal or like go hit bags at the gym. Um, so I would say that the, I don't know about depression per se. Um, I mean, I am a depressive type. Maybe like an aimlessness or something. Yeah. Depression is probably like way too broad, but be, because like I'm where you are, what you're talking about, that's where I'm at now. And I, I find, I find because I'm, I'm in the middle of school, I have this goal that I'm going for and it's kind of, you know, as soon as this semester ended now, I'm going into like, okay, I, I can't even like I'm on, I don't have to do anything for the summer. I'm on mm. this break. And yet mm. I've yeah. at least yeah, there's, once a day, there, there are like, no breaks. There are, oh, but it's, yeah. it's coming and I got to get prepared. Yeah. And how am I going to do yes. this and this? And yes. so I'm already wondering, yes. like, I would say, yeah, future trip anxiety stuff, all that goes away. And I mean, it is functional. Like you kind of need to have it while you're in that grind, sure. you know, yeah. or else you, you won't get the stuff done um and and it's 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 tough but i but i guess i'll just you know as some testimony gosh it's it's well for me it was worth it which is wonderful um that part goes away and it's just so nice to be like oh, okay like okay what am i gonna do with my day now what am i gonna do with my you know with with, with this part of my life now um and just to be able to choose and just and just go do it you know what i mean i mean yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just like such a good place with all of that right now. And, um, you know, but a lot of work too, man. I mean, a lot of work outside of school, a lot of therapy, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the endings of relationships and, and being challenged by that and growing from that stuff. And, um, yeah, but, do you want- but never giving up, dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I mean? Hard to kill. Let's fucking go. You know what I mean? What's what's you- next? Right? Uh, yeah. Do you want to get into that? The relationship stuff at all? Sure. I mean, I can- <laughs> we 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 relate on that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm- I could touch that briefly, man. I mean, yeah. I- you don't have to go. Yeah. Just say whatever you want to say. I I could just say um, I was in a uh. In a in a relationship that escalated quickly, um, very quickly, very very quickly, um, kind of COVID induced frenzy, um, and the kind of height of the pandemic, and um, you know, uh, you know, some of my stuff was danger, you know, the dangers of excitement, rushing, kind of going on mood and feeling, and not taking some time and you know it it, it, it it's it, intoxicating it, it was intoxicating and it became a bit toxic you know um and i hate using the word uh narcissism because it's so misused these days but um there was oh, some of that narcissistic abuse that i endured in hindsight and i'm not blaming the person you know but um but uh it was, it's pretty clear as I've gotten some miles removed and looking back, um, you know, and, and some people, you know, it's just doing the best they can with what they got based on their life history and circumstances. And you know what I'm saying? And it's just, uh, it didn't jive well, bro. So, um, you know, I, I got to, uh, get out of that with a whole lot of lessons, a whole lot of learning. And at the end of the day, Oh shit, Nardo calling. And at the end of the day, um 
everything that I go through in my life, I'm supposed to go through, you know, like there are probably some decisions I made based on self that, that I didn't have to make, but, um, all of it, I mean, really all of it was like good, man. Like I'm, I'm such a better person now than what I was before it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, and having the degrees of separation and having built up my, um, my self-efficacy confidence esteem back up again um which invariably suffers at the end of any relationship do you think Um, it's even mm -hmm. possible that i challenged some people in group the other night about this of like do i guess i'm talking about free will it's like do you think you could have made the different decision or like you know what i'm saying it's like i always say that too like oh there's some things i could have done differently could i have could I have? I don't know. Did I, mean, I do question. the best? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. You know, saying yes to marriage, like, like that's the only thing. It's like, I don't know. Could I have like, because because I felt it in my gut. Like, I oh, did what? feel it in, in my gut, like, this is not a good idea. Uh, you know what I mean? And so that's what I mean. Like, I could have listened to that. It was pretty loud. Uh, what was the What were the thoughts to silence it? Just like shut the um, fuck up. You don't know, you're just scared. <laughs> Fear, uh, timeline. Oh shit, if yeah. we do this now, it'll be before post. Uh, you know, this will all work out well. We'll get this, this, and this in line. Logistically, this is kind of actually, you know, kind of makes good sense. Yeah. Um, you know, like stuff like that. Cause it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the question of like should i or shouldn't i it was more like right now like this okay soon. yeah like this is really really soon yeah. it was for for reference like it seemed like on our side it seemed like it was like oh yeah i got a girlfriend and then it was like oh yeah we're getting married too and it was like oh, <laughs> oh all righty then <laughs> cool what's what's her name yeah that <laughs> it was like wait who <laughs> who is this person and what sucks is like I really like a lot of my friendships fell to the wayside, man. And, you know, and they're well, it, yeah, there are some amends I've had to make um, throughout that process because um, it kind of it kind of became an all encompassing thing, which is pretty typical. Well, it, I, I think we can we can both say that it is a, it is very astounding how much uh, co- the lockdown and covid changed the course of my life yeah you know like that really i mean it, that's i i you know i told you about that too it's like i fell away from friendships as well too my relationship was in the middle of dissolving too right it, it was just a i didn't i it'll be interesting to read the case studies in 10 years from now like the rates of divorce the rates of suicide the rates oh, of suicide, overdoses, domestic violence domestic violence um, um alcoholism i mean people's recycle bins that didn't drink at all you just walk drive by or yeah just the brim of freaking handles of liquor you know um gosh all the people that i've seen you know in my practice that have that have uh you know had periods of sobriety that lapsed during that time and yeah man that that period yeah like the longitudinal analysis probably done years from now will just be like whoops yeah damn yeah turns out we need human connection (laughs) yeah well and more than that it seems Uh, like this is this is i have a lot of pet theories and this is um Another one is that like, you know, like 
9-11, the other, the other big disaster in our lifetime, mm-hmm. uh, it was horrendous. And yet as a collective, we had hope, right? It was mm-hmm. like, this is, this is bad now. It's going to get better. It seemed, I don't know when this particular thing started, but there was a point at which it seems like people have said, oh, this is bad. And it's going to get worse. Like, it, I don't have, there's not much hope anymore right, that things right. are just going to turn a corner. Like, if we can just all hang on a little bit longer, things are going to get better. It does not seem like that is the case anymore. You feel like right now, currently? Yeah. And I feel like it's been that way since maybe, like, I don't know, 18, 19? Mm, mm, 19, mm. maybe? I mean, COVID for for sure. And then the stuff with, you know, the political stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, one, one part of me is like, you know, you know, empires last a couple of hundred years and then dissolve. And, um, you know, it's kind of been written in the stars already that America's done. Um, and that's just kind of, to me, I guess it's the acceptance of that. Um and uh you know like we're no longer the superpower so to speak um and and i i i know there's not a whole lot i can do about that <laughs> you know i mean i just just work within my wheelhouse and i help people where i can but to i i i don't have power to attack shit on like the systems level um nor do I really want to. Yeah, I don't really want to. I got a lot of shit going on. You know, I gotta go to Me- later. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just got done playing with my ferret in the yard. Oh, yeah. Like you know. Oh yeah, I'm gonna uh, watch. I'm gonna watch Midnight Mass later. Um, oh, did you just yeah. start watching that? Yeah, okay, I just started watching it. Dude, that um, is a show. Yeah, I'm just like ten minutes into it. I was strongly encouraged to watch it. Yes. And, um, let yeah. me know, dude. It's so that has some of the best um speeches, soliloquies on like faith and religion and God. Mm. And mm. yeah, it's just so good. It's so That's good. Messed up. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, it's kind of like um, and I guess oh I don't know if I can say that yet. I still haven't officially dropped certain certain news but it's like i'm thinking a lot about about my future right and purpose and so we're we're you know i've got this goal going i don't exactly know still what i want to do exactly uh in this field i know that i'm very equipped uh to relate to addicts and alcoholics and you know, that sort of thing. And it's like, I've got these, you know, I've got you, I've got a lot of friends, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I guess in my mind, maybe somewhere down the line, we can be some sort of new generation that creates something, you know, in the space and that we're unique in being able to do. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't really like where, so since you became, so, okay, you, checked off the box like doctor so like what is kind of in your head next like five ten years like what's your purpose goal what would what do you think what do you what are you feeling yeah man that's a good question um 
There's a few different things, you know, one is, um, you know, creating some sort of recovery based program based on principles of Hinduism, Raja yogic principles that are rooted in um, kind of Ayurveda and perhaps some Buddhist stuff. And then like, you know, whether it be like a textbook or a fellowship, me and a buddy of mine were talking about it a while ago, I think. That's one part, you know, some something with meditation, I think. And then like and then combined with like Western psychotherapy. I mean, there are those like evidence based practices already in psychotherapy. But like I would like it to be a more just a community based um, kind of deal, you know, like they have they had refuge recovery. Now it's what recovery Dharma. Um, just a more like a. I don't know, man, like I, I love the 12 steps, but, you know, if it's like something that can be supplemental um, or like an alternative, you know, that does have some sort of like ethical kind of way to be. Um, do you think AA needs to be changed? Like, do you think it has reached its it? I mean, that, that's you know, a heavy that's, question, bro. It's a heavy question. Um, Heavy no, I don't. I don't think A needs to be changed because um, I just think maybe other things can be made. You know what I mean? Because A yeah. serves freaking so many people, dude. I mean, I think the world would be a much more fucked up place without AA. Period, dude. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, so I don't. I don't think it necessarily needs to be changed. Um, you know, sure, there's like personalities in, in AA. They're like, you know. But that's just life. I mean, it's a microcosm of life, you know. Well, it's and I, I go back and forth with like how much. So for someone like me who from jump struggled with religious legalism and then I grew up in treatment programs, in recovery programs, in 12 step programs. And so in my mind, the legalism and dogma got married with like the very real threat of if you're not adhering there's a potential of death and there was absolutely a time in my life when it was just completely damaging because it was like i think if i did not have the mindset of oh i just took a hit of weed well i'm fucked so might as well just go full balls to the wall right i think that was a damaging mindset 100 percent. it's such a problem dude and, and and for me like the judeo-christian underpinning that dictates the western world that lends itself to ideas of toxic shame is a fucking problem and it needs to stop like right goddamn now like it's so fucking what good has that done anybody I will take a hard position on that. And I would also, yeah, agree in addendum and recognize that that's just like everything else. Like that is things that are being taught that are not, that are not necessarily the actual, uh, they're getting it wrong. Yeah. It's a toxic version. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been having a lot of conversations lately about what, you know, because it 
it apps to me it absolutely seems like we are right in the middle of some sort of epoch shift some era shift. revolutionary shift right now in the ether yeah and i'm curious where it's gonna go and what's gonna happen and i and i really don't know i feel you know i guess historically there's gonna have to be some sort of uh boiling point some sort of usually bad i'm trying to think of like has there ever been a good event that caused a a dramatic shift or is it usually like things get so bad that yeah and you know so the the optimist in me hopes that uh people that there's just some sort of spiritual movement inside of people that like leads people to love but the pessimist and more like observationalist in me just seems like oh man there's just especially man the the kids that i work with there's just so much hate and anger Mm. and selfishness just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oozing out just this mindset of like i'm gonna get mine individualism oh bro in its many forms yeah man like i i like how like the meditation group i follow right self-realization fellowship the president said a couple years ago he said something like you know there are many religious traditions that are kind of dying out and i i kind of agree with that and he said and while in some he said because some of them don't answer the questions that our souls seek so but but as they're dying out the morals that are attached to them are also dying out which is a problem like like that's the problem right and so it's like something needs to replace um those those deeply held morals because there's so many wonderful morals and ethics that come from you know christianity catholicism this that the other and it's like, you know, we, you know, we can't, you know, throw the whatever out with the whatever. That's kind of a racist uh, thing. But, but, but it's just like, you know, we can't just, you know. Wait, throw is it baby out with the bathwater? I think so. It has I, racist origins? Perhaps. I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. I think reason, reasonably to assume probably. <laughs> <What? All right. laughs> uh, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I mean, I got to know. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Okay. You can keep going if you had something. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, man, I, I I think it's that, and just like how you know, <laughs> I was talking to a colleague the other day at work, and we were talking about like old TV shows and like Seventh Heaven, like Full House. And I was like, yeah, remember they had like these morals in this in the show, and I was like, yeah, remember morals. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and, and no, it's not. It comes from a German proverb. Oh, das kind well, that meet, doesn't help, Jed. Dem Bada Ashuten pour the baby out with the bath. Oh, no, okay. No. All, right. All right. It was just like, you know, they would bathe babies and back then you like piss pots, you dump them out of your window. So they're mm-hmm. saying, like, don't accidentally throw your baby out and kill it. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I know, but I don't know if there was something with the colorism and all that, you know, but it's all good. Mm-hmm. um oh what were you just saying i wanted to say something to it damn it um seventh heaven full oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) they don't really have that anymore no and and then interestingly the seventh heaven dad was outed as being like a pedophile 
What? Oh yeah. God yeah, damn. he's yeah. Oh no. I know. What's his name? Oh not Daddy Seventh Heaven. Yeah, because he early he was in um he was in early uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I think he was Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he has not been back because it was like shortly after that. Steven wow. something, Steven something. Steven. Oh no. Um Ugh. yeah, yeah, for real. It's it's like people I th- I also think we are just reaping the natural consequences of the uh erosion of morals and values like yeah yeah and and I I I get it but what I don't get is is why people do not have the foresight to understand unintended consequences it's like well and I think it's <laughs> it's just it it comes on the heels of postmodernism which is a and it's like root from what I understand is an absolute bullshit philosophy because they say things like there are no ontological truths or truths with a capital T. And it's like, well, dude, you just said an ontological truth. Right. So like your whole philosophy now is trash. Um, and there are absolute ontological truths. There are. <laughs> there are. That's the whole thing. It's ontological truth. You can't just make up reality the way you see fit based on comparison or relativity. You know, like there is a reality. There is a thing that underlines the totality of things to get big bookie, you know, and, and it's like, and, and, and that's there, man. And if we try to just make things up as we go along, well, we end up where we are right now. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. And it's the, uh, you know, social media feeds into it. I am guilty of it. It really is. And I'm, you know, once again, it's going to be great to in, in, you know, a decade or however long it takes to, to get the full picture to where we're, we are able to like step back and distill like, okay, so this is, this is what's going on because I also, it, it seems to be pretty plainly true that the, you know, it's the old, there's nothing new under the sun that like whatever we're experiencing now is just a new manifestation of uh, old as humanity problems, which is I, if I had to, if you put a gun in my head right now and said, what's the ultimate problem, I guess it would just be selfishness and, mm. and self-worship uh, which, cause that leads into judgment, egotism. Yeah. Um, Attachment decide- to self. Attachment to self and the absolute relativism that my truth that the most the sentence I hate the most is like live your truth. It's like <laughs> you know that's what Hitler said. You know, he's like, I'm just living my truth. I don't hate it, you know, this is what I think is correct. You know, you are wrong. You are wrong. My truth is better. My than truth is better than yours. Yeah, <laughs> it's the truth. Um. And, and Hitler came to party. Sexy party voice. Yeah, party, party Hitler. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, I made it through. You know, party Hitler is like the un- the biggest running joke in Church and Other Drugs, and it's never been addressed. <laughs> I totally it's forgot funny. about party Hitler. Because it's fun. How could you forget about party Hitler? Yeah. 
Brings the glow sticks in common. <laughs> oh, where's the beach ball? Yeah. Where's the beach ball? Yeah. Oh, put on your skimpy underwear. <laughs> oh, so good. Stupid Hitler. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But it's, uh, and it, uh, it's, we'll see. We'll see where all this goes. You know. Yeah, man, we'll see where all this goes. I mean, I'm, I'm like you. I think about the meta, you know, often. And um, but I think you're right at the core. Um, it's attachment to self. It's attachment to um, self obsession, and um, and it and it comes out in so many forms. I mean, I think it's just you can show up as depression sometimes. It can show up as right, like stuff you're talking about, reliance on my mood. You know, to me, that's those are other forms of selfishness right you know yeah i'm still just kind of stuck in my own head you know and 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 as i spiral down deeper into how important you know my mood state is or the suffering or self-pity um then i'm i'm not being helpful to anyone dude you know and what what am i here to, what am i here to do yeah you know am i here to live a good life what does that mean yeah, these because are I mean, great jet ski and some things. I mean, maybe for some people, not for me, you know, if I could help somebody else with their shit, then to me, like, that's a measure of living a good life, you know? Yeah, so, that, that, that's why it's like, I don't, I don't know if culturally we're going to be able, cause it's just so like, it is so ingrained this consumerist mindset and mm. this this idea that like the goal of life is to get money and that's a direct quote that i've heard so many times and my always response is okay you got money now what now what now what yeah. like, what do you, what do you mean like, now what okay cool you yeah. have all the money in the world like now what what do you want to do uh well take care of my okay like what do you it's nothing man like yeah, and if, you, and if, you, and if you die tomorrow i mean it would... yeah it's you know then then i would really. you know uh yeah I was, we you know we re, the last time we saw each other was at a friend's uh friend's funeral and i mm-hmm. i thought about that uh, probably because we were about to talk but it, it came up again and i was like oh it's just uh i never want to say uh like a like a sad waste but it's just kind of like i i know i what am i trying to say about it like i know it's trad it's a tragic thing it's tragic it's just like man it is that dude that dude helped a lot of people and he could have helped thousands more you know and so it's um yeah dude those things are so tragic man but 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 again i think you know much like 12 steps say there's this it's that selfishness right it's um um it just comes back to these spiraling thoughts about myself and how i need this or don't need this or how my life would be better of this and how if only this and like all all that does is distract me away from god you know all these things take me out of being in presence with right now, with the joy of the moment, because life's not supposed to feel like a Xanax. 
and um and and just 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 being here you know like um, what do you what do you think here what do you think this reality is and what is it for this reality to me is um is a playground to kind of exercise like well i mean i can't say this without getting too hindu but just like you know my my tendencies from past lives or karma that i've created in this life and to work it out you know and to look at um the things that keep me weighted down here they keep me attached it's a place to work out my attachments where um, did the hindu like where did the reincarnation idea come from like do you have you ever traced it to its root I, like I don't know. I'm general. I'm this is a genuine curiosity. I've always wondered. Like so, who, I like, would assume the Mahabharata and the Gita. I mean the the text. You know. Um, so it, so it was like a it was like because I've always wondered. Like it's one of those because to me it's like yeah it like what is the um the, what was the original mm -hmm. evidence like what was is it was it a divine inspiration thing of saying like this is a revelation of like this is what reality is it's a right right it's a good question um the only thing i have for that is maybe just a hypothesis would be like you know krishna or the gods like talking to arjuna and just letting him know i mean i know i know that's in the gita but i don't know if there's stuff that predates gita um but yeah kind of krishna coming down and, and talking about um you know that this life is like you know it's the material world is not the real world and um i mean he advises them you may have to kill your brothers you know in battle and but they're on the wrong they're on the wrong side you know and but like it's okay because this shit ain't real <laughs> you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and is, is there a supreme exists forever hmm? yeah is there a supreme god in hinduism there's just God, you know. I mean, I guess uh, okay. uh, uh, Brahma, you know, like Brahma. Okay. But like, um, but uh, yeah, I guess you can call that. But really, it's all the same, you know. It's all. And Brahma is like a force, isn't isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that I mean, that's the yeah. It's and it's one of those things that this is. It's like I feel like people would be a little bit better off if they spent more time really thinking about. A couple things like number one that you're gonna die, yeah. and number two that. That, that you're gonna die. You know, was that, was that Dave Chappelle line? No, no, was that who was that? You're gonna. Die. Oh, I don't know. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, <laughs> no, number two that yeah, it's it's like everything in this, everything that you perceive is a simulated reality. There's no such mm -hmm. thing as sound. There's no such thing as seeing anything there's no such thing really as like physical touch it's all just like density it's all from the all. inside out it's yeah. all from the inside out which yeah. is a there's nothing. our reality is not from the outside in that's that's proven by cognitive science Ugh, that just give me chill it's it's yeah. it's rowdy that's a rowdy idea that really yeah. nothing if you look up uh, anil seth's uh ted talks he i, I met him dude's dope and he he is he has pretty much proven that our reality is constructed from the inside out yeah Ugh that's it's a it's a shuddering thought <laughs> but i i had uh, yeah this this was a, a idea i had the other day of so like okay you know how of the, the idea that everything is everything where like mm -hmm. okay the um you know the 
nebula galaxies look just like an eye highways mm -hmm. look just like capillaries and cars mm -hmm. are just white blood cells okay so mm -hmm. um playing with the idea of a micro world and a macro world um that so at a molecular molecular level when you use soap right mm -hmm. it breaks up dirt by breaking ions like the bond right so it like mm -hmm. unsticks things right yeah okay so what if molecules or what if like life is just dramatized molecules like we are dirt on some giant skin and when people get divorced for instance that is the giant using soap and breaking up that molecular i've been bond. clean but we but we have dramatized it and yeah, oh no yeah. i had an argument with that ion and i sent it away <laughs> yeah, that was just a fun like that is yeah maybe it's maybe it's simpler and more like um innocuous right then like we attach all these feelings and things to this kind of scientific process in some ways you know but i mean the hard part is that we have to make meaning out of life or else of course we can kill of ourselves <laughs> yeah and and i do think and i mean this is this is in scripture too like the the suffering of this present age will be nothing to the age to come and it's like i do the only way i have in being an empath and you have that too because you're a therapist mm -hmm. uh the only way i can reconcile the intense suffering that goes on in this world is that it just has to be not as bad as we think it is. Or like once we, you know, in the, in the rear view of eternity, we're going to be like, that was nothing. Well, I mean, I, I agree. And like, I, I mean, I think I heard uh, Neil Brennan talking about it on, uh, on Rogan and I've heard a lot of people talk about it. And it's been my personal experience when I actually hear God talk to me, which, uh, which is, what you think matters doesn't actually matter you know yeah <laughs> like the things that you think matter so much actually don't matter like i remember praying early on a couple of years sober i'm just like should i do this and the guy's like it doesn't matter and yeah like, like it, that doesn't matter and i think neil brennan was like when he had his ayahuasca trip he's like and now he's a believer you know he's an atheist he was just like he was like my biggest take home was that you know, um, the, the things that I thought mattered so much actually like really don't matter like at all. Like what we're worried about the wrong shit. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, we both love Neil Brennan. Love Neil if y'all haven't watched like his stand up special, there's three watch mics. Them all watch right them all. Now. There's some of the yeah. most, he has, Brilliant. he's basically us if we were rich and could afford every yeah experimental he's done like transmagnetic you know right. everything he's just yeah he's like me and you in one person if we were rich if we were rich yep yes. absolutely and could do whatever yeah. we wanted like co-write for with dave Chappelle. yeah 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 <laughs> that and would like, be probably what you and i would do if we could do like absolutely job you want. oh my god make a show <laughs> that would be the best yeah but it but it's it's yeah, it's true. And so then once you once you arrive there, the, mm -hmm. the next logical question is, OK, then what does matter? And I guess mm -hmm. you just have to bring it back down to like love people and, and help each other. Right. And get and over your fucking self. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just not that important. You know, just get over yourself. It's OK, because when I get over myself, I can actually connect to people, dude. You know, and I yeah, can really, like be present and uh and and feel man and be and um and not that i'm that way all the time it goes without yeah. saying hopefully but um it's just a beautiful experience man when i can get over my my narrow thinking mind of my bullshit limited perspective 
and um and just show up dude you know yeah yeah i kind of uh yeah that's that's a that's a great summation um that actually might be a good stopping point because that's a pretty good pretty good roundup where okay. are we at yeah now yeah are we about an hour i think so cool yeah 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 um yeah definitely keep me up on midnight math what you're thinking of it um yeah i'll let what? you yeah what else mm, i'm thinking have i have any oh i did um this is late to the party but i've watched uh the first of louis ck's comeback specials my buddy was telling me but how do i watch it uh, so one of them is on Amazon. Oh, it's on Amazon. Okay. Uh, the other one you have to just buy directly from his website, which I'm, okay. I haven't done yet. I heard they were like extremely <laughs> vulgar. Like, so, well, he, dude, he is that dude. He might be the best. He might be the best stand-up comedian. Wow. Like, cause he's, it's just. I used to love his show, cause he. I mean, I. But the way his show was written, I'm like, this guy has major depression. Bro. Oh yeah. But the way, like, <laughs> the first special, he just straight up, you know, like a dream. He's like, so are we gonna talk about it? Y'all want to talk about it? Okay, let's let's talk about it. <laughs> he was like, he was like, <laughs> he's like, everybody's got a thing, right? But you know what sucks? Like, Barack Obama knows what my thing is. <laughs> like, everybody knows what my thing is. <laughs> Out there on Front Street, baby. Yeah, man, it's great. He just knows oh it. Um, yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll have to get you back on. It's always good catching up. Uh, happy Memorial Day, people. Just running by, give me five old minutes. I am fixed out on the inside, burning. I've got a ghost in the hallway, grinning at a heavy head that won't stop turning. If my fate is a bad collision, that a Sunset skylight. Call me when you get the chance. I can feel the walls around me closing in. Just running forward, alive like wires as I see the past on an empty ceiling. I play along with the life signs anyway, but hard to guard you don't know. Just need to leave.